0: Family is everything. It's also the hardest thing. As a parent, it's our job to do our best and bring our best. But sometimes we need help.
1: We want to add strength to your family, challenge you to grow, help when you get stuck, make you laugh, and encourage you to choose connection over the chaos. This is Coffee, Kids, and Crazy. Alright, well hello everybody. Welcome to 2019. We made it. It's a new year. It's, it's almost. A new year.
0: It's almost 2020. Yes. It's getting close. Getting closer. And this it's a time, better vision.
1: Yeah. It <laughs> much. Be- <laughs> everyone's going to see everything clearly in 2020. What do you think the, the pathetic um, word for
0: 2020 <laughs> yes. is going to be? New vision.
1: Yes, new it's vision. all happening. This time last year, we were uh, in the hospital with a new baby boy.
0: Actually, we were out by okay. this time last oh, year. Well, but
1: still... The whole new year was overshadowed by Julian, so he kind of kind of swept away Christmas and the new year, mm, well, but we got a baby in exchange, so that was that Congratulations was a year ago. But Yes. But here we are, new year. New year. And a new podcast.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, we've been doing this for a little while now, but it's been yes. so much fun. And, you know, I love fresh starts, new year, all those things. I think that, you know, it's exciting. It's I think it's hope is in the air, it feels like. Everyone's yes. hopeful. If they survived Christmas, they're hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Everything's easier yeah. now. Their kids were either really happy or really disappointed, mm-hmm. and all that has now ironed itself out. Yes. Yeah, I
0: do think that every year at New Year's, I discover more gray hairs than I had before. Yeah. I did just look in the mirror today and thought, Oh, Christmas left me some extra tinsel <laughs> that's never, ever going to go away unless yes. I pay too much money to get it Yeah, colored. You don't have that problem there, blonde. Well,
1: so Becky was claiming the other day, she was looking through my hair, and she's like, I think I found some grays. <laughs> I
0: think maybe. And
1: and she might have been right, but I still, I very matter of fact, argued that, no, my hair's just blonde, and it yeah. comes in that light. So I this, I can kind of use that excuse for a while, but... There may be some gray hairs not in
0: there. Not fair at all. I do yes. blame my dad. I tell him all the time, I'm like, you're the one that stresses me out the most Yeah, <laughs> with work. That's why I have more, more gray hairs. It's happening
1: because of you. Yeah. Oh. So do you guys have any, are there any like New Year's traditions mm-hmm. or things that you do to kind of kick off a new year?
0: Um, I had this tradition when I was a kid, but I don't know that we've carried it on, which I'm not sad about. So I'll tell you, and this oh, good. Is it now sounds like a great I want to hear this. Now <laughs> yeah. oh, it sounds like Now a that tradition. I'm an adult and have children, I'm like, I'm so glad I didn't keep this going <laughs> is we used to go out as soon as the New Year's hit. Uh, you know, we do a countdown in the we used to live in a cul-de-sac and we'd have pots and pans and we would just bang them for as long as we could tolerate yes. <laughs> which is why i'm so glad we don't have this tradition in our household now bring it
1: back i know nope. i'm gonna see teach lucy if you yeah, uh, totally. you tell yes. my children <laughs> about this
0: because <laughs> i just remember thinking it was the funnest thing ever and i'm sure my parents were hiding in the furthest corner of yeah. the room oh, the sure. house yeah so that was a, a new year's tradition um sometimes for christmas we wouldn't like We would do a very small Christmas and Mm -hmm. then go somewhere like after New Year's or through New Year's and they'd be to try and get away from, I guess, the cost of renting like a a vacation rental over Christmas. But I think New Year's is almost as bad. But we've done that before. So I don't know that New Year's has as many traditions as Christmas did.
1: Yeah. We well we set up one which has kind of been fun and then now it's going to sound like uber serious in comparison to the pots and pans. So uh, sorry <laughs> well, here, but it's it's what it is.
0: I told you that one anyway. Yeah, so. I know.
1: Well, I mean we're going to bring it back. That's 2020 is the year of pots <laughs> and pans. That's what's happening. Um, oh. But Becky and I would do this thing every year where we would um, we'd write down goals mm-hmm. for things that we wanted to see happen mm-hmm. for the year to come. Yes. And before we wrote down the goals, we'd actually get out the previous year's goals and kind of cross you things are off. are so spiritual because we're super, and maybe maybe not even spiritual, just like crazy goal-driven this psychos. Is Ben's but
0: dream that's, that yeah. I would do such a yes, thing. Yes,
1: yeah. But it has, it's kind of been cool um, just to kind hmm. of see that process and set it up every year. And I don't know, like depending on someone's wiring, maybe they'd get really disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> like, you I wrote the these down last optimist. year this and nothing a- happened on this list. So oh.
0: So I'm just going to keep this one and scratch out 2018 yes. for 2019. Yeah, just scra- you, that's, you can do that and uh, yeah. scratch out the numbers, Perfect. you know.
1: That's so funny. Yeah.
0: yeah. See, Ben would absolutely, he dreams of these things, but he, I'm again ben's the dreamer i'm the realist i'm here now in this moment i'm strategically thinking how we're going to do (laughs) everything this week and he's thinking about how we're going to leave our legacy which i'm really glad that i married him because that makes me think right
1: it's a good it's a good legacy um, it's a good blend but it's it's a good compliment um, for sure
0: yeah again this is what we do on you know dates that we go on is he'll be like tell me your biggest dream i'm like (laughs) i can't do that, we do. We I do
1: don't yeah. want to, I, and don't uh, make me try.
0: It's more because I'm like, <laughs> I just, I just want to enjoy that there's no one here that's upset about how the cheese came out oh and the macaroni yes. and cheese. Yeah,
1: that that's 100 percent our mode where yeah. I'm all of a sudden I'm like, let's talk about the biggest craziest mm. concepts ever. And she's like, can we just like order an appetizer <laughs> and hang out?
0: Like, I'm just sure. glad that Becky. Let's meet in the middle, okay? And I can meet, yes. uh, you know, yeah, <laughs> have this common ground <laughs> together. Well, that's, oh, that's funny. Good. Well, speaking of dates, we did want to put this into our coffee segment of taking good care of yourself is um, how do you stay connected to your spouse? Yes. How do you do that?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, so for us, obviously, something as simple as date nights always sounds like a wonderful mm-hmm. plan. But my goodness, we have such a hard time like <laughs> setting that up and actually making it happen. And so. For us, a lot of times our date nights have even looked like, okay, the kids are finally asleep. Like, (laughs) let's just go sit at the table and we're going to talk. We're going to pretend that we're at a restaurant and we're just going to connect for a little bit. Um, Do you role play?
0: Are you all of a sudden the waiter?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. (laughs) Put a towel over my arm and just serve her water. Yes, thanks for coming. To the Johnson. but that has, I mean, I, I think I think for us, Ian, and this is the longer we've been married for 10 years, and, and just the longer we go, the more kids <laughs> that get thrown in, and we just <laughs> realize like, oh my gosh, that is such a crucial element that we would get, like you're saying, like a chance to unplug mm-hmm. from no one needs us, whether yep. it's our kids or just other people living uh, lives in, in ministry and in public yeah. ministry. It's very, very easy for there to always be a pull, um, so for us just to like get secluded and alone and make that space is, is amazing. And, you know, and it's very easy in like the chaos of life to,
0: yes. especially with littles and
1: with littles. Yeah. And the connection can start to fray a little bit. And so, you know, for us, it's literally that moment where we sit down and we're like, Oh, you're my favorite person. <laughs> I
0: forgot. This is amazing. But I've missed this you is why so I missed
1: you. And <laughs> yeah. this is, this is why we do this. So, um, oh my gosh, it's just, it's the best, but for us, it's to, um, that's our that's our space, but definitely as far as its um, scheduling needs improvement. Yeah. That's that's our goal. So. I
0: think everyone could say that this could need improvement. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is a balance of I think what you're saying the getting better at blocking at time and doing this, and then at the same time, I Ben and I for a season we were really consistent with our dates, and it kind of started to feel routines, and it lost mm-hmm. a little bit of its the spontaneity the luster of it the you know playful interactions of it so i think there is this fine line between figuring out the balance of (laughs) you know what really works and ben is really show up like well
1: (laughs) (laughs) we're at our date again
0: here we are (laughs) let's go over the minutes from last meeting Uh yes (laughs) i can see that the backyard has yet to be (laughs) reseeded. um (laughs) yeah i think ben is really good at um He's, he's a romantic much more than I am and he, he's really good at being special on, on certain things. And, and yeah, we have our, you know, random, okay, here we go, we're going on a date. And then Mm -hmm. we have our, he's been planning this and like, we're, we've got busy seasons that have come and gone and then all of a sudden he'll throw something in there and I'm always surprised at his thoughtfulness in it, which, you know, you can take tips right now. just yeah, had to do this before on, on mental notes Becky right now. He hears like, it. Yes, Ben way to go, yeah. bro. He has, um, probably best dates I've ever been on with Ben. He's done two that are similar, but a little bit different. Uh, I was at home and one of our friends randomly shows up at our house with <laughs> a rose. Mm. It's just one of our friends. Yeah. And it may have been an anniversary. I'm not sure, but like. they, Had a rose and, like, one of the little cards that come with the flowers, you know, and this card. And it was just what he loves about me. And so I had 12 different people or 11 different people show up at my house. Again. Ben.
1: (laughs) Ben, next level. Okay. You got to lower the bar. This is not a good story for all the other wives to hear (laughs) right now.
0: So then – um, we get to the restaurant and he's got obviously the twelfth rose, you know, yeah. that's completing the dozen. And, um, and you know, he again, he's the romantic for sure. He's so good at the whole pursuit thing. Another time, he uh, has called in and dropped off flowers, so there's flowers at our table. Um, <laughs> I used to eat Reese's peanut butter cups like crazy, and so he would, you know, incorporate those somehow into yeah. the dessert where we were at <laughs> you know i don't know how they would do that you know
1: it's called the chef Here's yeah a pretty Reese's much and he's it always helps when we knew tonight. them yeah
0: um, we don't know as many people now that we've moved but um and then another time where he, the, every time the waiter came to the table he had flowers for me so pretty soon our table was just full of flowers and it you know and everyone's looking at you so it's like my dream at the same time is like oh i'm turning red <laughs> yes
1: i'm fully on display yeah. right now I'm so surrounded by flowers.
0: Ben's yeah. done a really great job, um, on, on that part. And yeah. I, I think that he's very creative and, um, but you know, we've had our moments of maybe not the best dates, mm-hmm. but you know, you can't win them all. Yes. It's the effort. Totally.
1: Yeah. It's hard. Well, we've, um, we were, it was funny cause we were talking about the idea of like best and worst date scenarios. Mm-hmm. And, um, So I I will start with a best case scenario, right? This was like the best Uh one we ever did. It was actually recently. We were celebrating our 10-year anniversary. We went to San Francisco. like We had the kids with my mom. Started the day, like breakfast in San Francisco, went to some shops, did lunch in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Then it was like... Spa on a rooftop. Oh, it was like that's nice. Next level, like nicest thing that I've probably ever set up. So well, just talk to Ben. That was my win. There was there were no roses. <laughs> I needed more roses, clearly. <laughs> um, so that was that was on like the highlight reel. Mm-hmm. But the the worst date scenario ever. Uh-huh. W- it's it's a very funny story. And this is like slight confessional right now, so okay. it's, it's happening. Yep. But it was a Valentine's Day mm-hmm. dinner. Mm. And I I drove Becky to this restaurant and they were serving this really nice like three or four course meal. Yeah. So we sat down, do the whole thing. Well, I had been like kind of sick and taking cold medicine, okay. and just not like a hundred percent. But we're gonna this is gonna be an amazing date. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be awesome. You're gonna push through. I'm gonna push through. We're gonna uh-huh. do this. And so we eat the dinner. We do all the courses. By the end of the meal, we're both like totally stuffed. We pay the bill. And to enter and exit this restaurant, there was an elevator that okay. would bring you up yes. and then down. So That's pay the bill. That's what elevators do. That's what they do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Most of them. If they're not, you're probably not alive. It's it's bad. If it's not going, up am down still. Um, so we get in the elevator and, and luckily we're the only two in the elevator. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden I oh, just get I totally like sick and I throw up in the elevator. Oh
0: my gosh. That and is now, the worst. Now case. I'm
1: facing the embarrassment of like, <laughs> what do I do? Do I go and tell them that this just happened? Is this like reflect poorly on the chef? Just I don't know what to do. So we get to the first floor and in total panic, I just grab our arm and we run. We run. So someone out there somewhere might have been that poor person who had to clean the elevator. You need to apologize right now. This is my (laughs) fault and I'm telling the world I am super sorry. That was me. Oh, that's disgusting. so. But you also—it's made for a, a wonderful, like, terrible date. That, yeah. What not to do mm-hmm. if you're—if you have a bad cold, just cancel the date. I
0: can just date. see Becky's face right now and oh, the horror yes. that she yes. uh, had yes. to live through.
1: The car ride home is interesting. She's like, "I cannot believe you ran out." I was like, "I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I, I, I ran through the scenarios in like a split second, and, and running thing was thing <laughs> the only one I could think of. We just have to go. So, oh, yes, man. yeah."
0: Oh, that's, my cheeks hurt! I'm laughing yes. a little too hard. That's yes. that is pretty awful, and um, I don't think I can be you on anything quite like that. Yeah,
1: no, no one wants to duplicate that. So,
0: no, let's just pray that that never happens for yes. anyone. I hope listening. for
1: everyone out there and just stay home if you're not feeling well. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: oh, that that is really yes, that's bad. <laughs> yes,
1: but so there is some Lop parenting tracks that are coming up. Oh. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that?
0: Of course. And I promise you, they shouldn't make you feel nauseated at all. Yes. They will actually help you (laughs) feel better. It's really just all the parenting tools that I talk a lot about on here. Um, I teach it, and they're 20 minutes um, a piece. There's about eight videos, I think, on there, along with a workbook. And it's just powerful stuff. So if you're wanting to dive more into what I'm talking about, what we're referencing, that's where you're going to find it.
1: And who's so. this kind of for? Does this cover like all parents of all ages, from it the does. littles all the way to teenagers? I
0: mean, because all of these tools really are usable for any human being. Mm-hmm. I've used them on adults, actually. That's a funny story, but yeah. um, or stories. There's more than one. <laughs> but anyways, uh, it's it really is. It just it's the tools. It's the heart. It's the um, the purpose. It's the vision. It's got all sorts of things in there, and it's just a resource that we love to send people to if you're looking to strengthen your tools and kind of redirect what it is that you want to do. and Awesome.
1: So where can where can they go to grab all this stuff?
0: You're going to go to um, lovingonpurpose.com or the um, Loving On Purpose Life Academy. So all great resources, either one, whichever fits your fancy to find it.
1: Awesome. All right, all right guys. You know what to do because you're parents and you probably need tools like the rest of us. So go we for just it. just want to help. We just want to help.
0: help. So we are going to jump into a question um about a mom let's see what her question is Says i'm a mom of four littles let's just pray for you right there <laughs> you need a bigger bigger that's, car that's you can't have any that's friends in your yeah. minivan it's like limited okay their ages are six five three two wow they're so close together mm. again we just pray for it's this a lot of diapers there's a lot of diapers in there and potty training they've all yeah so it's just in perfect she says to say i'm busy is an understatement mm. I just finished the book, Loving on Purpose. It's a game changer for me. I am a mom who only has one tool and that tool is shown, was shown in growing up. She struggles with the concept of giving choices. Um, her parents pretty much just uh, were the head of the house. What I say goes is really what she's saying in her email here. And so her yesterday, her three-year-old wouldn't come inside from playing in the snow. How can I help when they are agitating each other and the five-year-old talks too loud and shouts and makes lots of noise these are the most common struggles can you give me some tips on what you would do and how i can get started in handling this so choices i I love talking about choices actually Mm. because i feel like um you would think it's easy to come up with a choice but if you're not used to it which obviously didn't sound like she grew up with choices it was like parent's word is the way it goes and that's the law because i'm the parent which i get but empowering your kids and offering choices is wonderful and you should do it but if you're not used to giving choices you kind of go do what i say or <laughs> or do what i blank. say now <laughs> yes that was two yeah. choices right yes. one right. had a different word in there uh-huh. so um this is where i'm always encouraging people to um, really practice giving choices all the time, not in the heat of the moment, not when you're trying to get them to come mm-hmm. inside, but when it doesn't matter when they're not going to fight you on it, they're just going to think you're crazy, right? you yeah. know? So I always tell people start with the simple stuff. Like, do you want the red cup or the blue cup? Mm-hmm. Do you want me to carry you upstairs or do you want to crawl upstairs? You know, if you make it fun and interactive in the small things, when you come back to the harder moments, they're going to get used to this is a new way that you talk to them. This is a right. new way of empowering them. Yeah. So they're going to trust you that you're actually going to follow through as well with what you say. Um, and every child is a genius and they will always offer a third choice.
1: hmm. And
0: they don't like your choices. So and one of the things that parents ask me is like, what do you do when it was actually a good choice? And they're like, I feel like they gave a better option than what I did. And I always tell parents, you still stick to your two choices. Mm. Don't give a choice that you have to commit to when they pick it. And you're like, that's actually not what I wanted you to choose. (laughs) Because if you do that, then you're just going to teach them that actually there was no empowerment and there is no choice.
1: So like You can get in the car or you can stay home, but I'm actually not. Secretly, I'm not going to leave you at home. Right. So now I just said get in the car.
0: And they're going to call your bluff. <laughs> right. So yeah. I would, you know, coming in from outside looks like, um, hey, it's time to come inside. Do you want to uh, come inside acting like a dinosaur or do you want to come mm. inside hopping like a bunny? And they're going to be like. What's wrong what? with you? But I want to be a dinosaur, yeah. you know? And so all of a sudden it's a game, you yeah. know? Especially with the younger ones. Uh, I, I always try and make it as fun as possible because um, they never want to end the fun stuff. No, no. You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's literally our. I, I've created a series of uh, <laughs> transportation items that I become when yes. it's time to get ready for oh, bed. I, I heard you say that teeth. the other
0: day, you want to be. Luggage, yeah. or get yeah, I get your luggage, I, I I get your you luggage
1: for mm-hmm. the for the it's like the toothbrush train. Yes, I remember. Or there. or the toothbrush taxi. There she can go. pick whatever the vehicle is. It's fine. Or I can be a bear, whatever. But mm-hmm. the point is, do you want to ride to the bathroom and then give her the A B options? And it is that. It's like yeah. now all of a sudden, instead of me trying to get you to brush your teeth, I just I just asked two fun things. I make a fun memory with my daughter, and she's brushing her teeth. And she feels super empowered. and she feels like yeah. no one made me do that. Um,
0: Which, for Lucy, you don't ever want to make deal. her feel right. like anyone's trying yeah. to make her do she anything.
1: She does not like that. No. Doesn't like it at all. And I think that's even one of the things that I'm learning in the giving choices and creating empowerment and a sense of independence is sometimes it's actually not the most expedient thing. Mm-hmm. And I had to kind of break that down. So even something like the the getting ready for bed, it was yeah. like the picture of getting ready for bed that I had in my mind looked like you're going to brush your teeth you're going to go potty we're going to brush your hair and you're going to lay down and all that's going to happen in five minutes or I'm not going to be happy about it yeah doesn't Mm -hmm. work Mm -mm. Um, but then it's like once you start to introduce the the train and Mm -hmm. the taxi and all these like it's probably going to take me an extra five six seven eight minutes or longer right depending on all the choices we need to do all the way to bed.
0: Especially how your temperament is today.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But the beautiful thing is um, we end up staying connected and Mm -hmm. there's not a bunch of fights. There's not a big scramble where um, just a power struggle going on. Yeah. It's a little more harmonious. And the whole goal is she's actually feeling empowered, feeling like she gets to choose what she's going to do. So,
0: Which I love. I absolutely love. And that's one of the biggest things that – Um, I was just talking to a friend and she's, you know, in the land of choices, which is kind of this, Mm -hmm. I think, toddler all the way to probably kindergarten ish. There's just endless choices. And I give choice. I mean, we're faced with choices every day, all day long, but just in every single thing. And I don't ever start bedtime at five minutes before bedtime. Right. So strategically, I'm always 20 minutes ahead of when it is. I mean, so if you've got a smart kid, set your clock a little bit fast, Mm -hmm. but I would start so you can stay connected uh, because getting disconnected over brushing your teeth, um, isn't worth it and it can be avoided Mm -hmm. majority of the time. And so like you're saying, just start a little bit before bedtime and give yourself that 10, 15 minutes extra so that, you know, they get that empowered feeling. And as my kids have grown up in this world, And I now have a a 13-year-old. Her feeling empowered around me has been just a lifesaver. Because we started this process when she was younger. um, And so she knows, you know, when we get to the really hard conversations that we've had to have now, much more than the 9-year-old or the 6-year-old, that she can trust that's what I say is what I'm going to do, mm-hmm. whether she agrees with it or not, you know, it goes both ways. And, you know, when I'm trying to empower her, she recognizes that that's what's trying, that's what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's really worth putting that effort in, even though it's, um, can be exhausting yeah. and more work. Yeah. Which I said something at a conference, um, not too long ago, and there was a meme floating around from it is that, you know, if you parent out of convenience, you get entitlement. Mm. And if Mm. you parent out of character, you get integrity. Yeah. Um, And um, it's just really this concept of uh, I have to parent out of my best self. Yeah. And if I parent out of being selfish and lazy, then it will produce that. Yeah. So I have to go the extra mile to produce what it is that I want. Right. And and uh, not that I can control them, but what I'm giving them is such a better option than. Frustrated, mad, irritated. Hurry up! Hurry right. up! That disconnected thing. So,
1: and it's almost like you're parenting, um, in a way, outside of the moment. I mean, you're dealing with the moment, yeah, but totally. you're parenting with a vision, with kind Completely. of a, an end game in mind. Yeah, you're realizing the choices I'm making here is actually playing into this element of their character or this element of their empowerment or those those pieces is kind of what yeah, you're saying. Totally,
0: yeah. that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. So, all good stuff. Other good stuff that we have is Derek Johnson, the one and only. Mm. That's part of this awesome podcast. Has um, a few albums that you could tell our listeners. I about. do. In I case have, by now um, they didn't get them, we're just going to keep they, telling them. If they haven't done it, I mean, okay, come on, guys. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> give
1: you something to listen to. Um, but yeah, I did actually put out an album a couple of years ago. Is my it was my first full length solo project. It um, was called Real Love. And, um, and it's a, it's a full 12 song studio album with, um, a lot of songs that if you've been tuning into the Jesus culture world, we've actually recorded some live versions of those songs. I always love the live ones. Yeah, me too. Those are, those are like, there's something on it and you feel like you're just in church or in the conference. You're kind of in the moment. It is fun. Um, so this, but this is, this is a studio album where we kind of explored, um, the process of those 12 songs through, uh, through that lens. Mm -hmm. So. Um, yeah, if you, if you're looking for something else to listen to, yeah. I have that out there. Nice. It's in there. So good. Real love. Real love. Real love. And then
0: you've got a song on there. It's Thank you for the cross. I think, is that the name yeah, of Power it? Yeah. Power in the cross. Power and the cross. Yes. Yes. I text Becky, gosh, a long time ago. It was probably a year or two. Um, I just was kind of thinking about someone I love in my life. That's not really serving the Lord. And I was listening to, I don't know. I think it was a random, mix of songs mm-hmm. and that came on there and I had heard it before but I found myself in the coffee shop here in town where everyone that you know comes <laughs> in and out and I'm trying to do work and I am just starting to sob just being reminded of that truth that wow. the, the power of the cross and, and just um, so I remember texting Be- Becky and telling her I don't know if she ever told you or not but just how much that song was just impacting my heart and just giving me that hope again for what felt like just pretty hopeless um, situation that I was just looking at watching this person yeah. that I love. So that is wow. one of my favorites. So, oh,
1: well, so I don't know what more there could be to say once you share saying, a story like I, that. So thank true. you it so much, really but um, really it is amazing. Cause obviously like w- with doing any of these projects, that's the heart behind it is yeah. that, Sure. the actual testimony of Jesus would, would manifest for people and you'd have those encounters I actually with that same song I, I ran into a, a guy at an event one time and he was saying um, he was practicing a completely different religion mm. and his son was a believer and was listening to um, that song in yeah. the car with his dad and, and he was so he was telling me this story and he said my son showed me this song and I heard it and he's like and it was the first time I really understood the gospel wow. and, and the forgiveness that I had in Jesus. And and now I'm like about to cry. Yeah, telling me this is like, oh my <laughs> gosh, this is unreal. Because, um, you know, there can always be all these different measurements we try to take when, uh, even as artists or songwriters, when mm-hmm. you put something out there and to hear what you're saying or, or like a story from the guy I ran into is like, that's that's the why. Yeah. So, Which, yes.
0: You know, the end of our story or my story and that is that um, that person I was thinking of not serving the Lord at all and just making a mess of things. He's actually now totally loves Jesus, got radically saved and is married and with someone that loves the Lord. So it was just, again, in that hopeless place, just clinging onto those words and the heart behind it. Really? I I didn't know that that breakthrough was coming, but it did. Yeah. So that was so fun. So again, if you don't have any of Derek's albums and you want to listen to them, that would be my suggestion. Is that one? For you sure. can
1: look me up. I'm out there. He's I'm out there. out there on the internet. Everywhere. Yes. Social media. Yes. All that fun <laughs> stuff.
0: All that world of crazy. Yes.
1: <laughs> well, speaking of crazy, oh, crazy. it's a great segue yeah. into our crazy segment. But um, one of the things we were talking about is the idea of of dating our kids. Actually, having this intentional yes. time where we go off with one or two, I guess it depends. You, you have, have you have, you have more dateable age kids right now. Um, Julian but,
0: would be a little hard yeah, to, I you mean, know, get you a know, meaningful conversation I could take out him, of him,
1: but he's mainly going to be like, set me down and let me chew on something. <laughs> let so me yeah, eat that. yes. But do you date your kids? What's that look like in, in, in a busy life? And even mm-hmm. for people out there who are super busy and just looking for creative ways to connect with their kids, what have you done? What are some things you'd suggest people could do?
0: Yeah, I think, um, What's interesting is I mean you have this but obviously your kids are little but I have two girls and then mm-hmm. I have a son and um I still to this day remember the first date my dad ever took me on. I was 8 years old. I remember what I wore. I remember what I ordered for wow. dinner. Um yeah. I ordered steamed clams. At 8 years old. At 8. And I ate a whole bowl of them. <laughs> That's pretty much, I find the most expensive thing on the menu almost always and order it. That's been my parents' upbringing that they have discovered (laughs) about me. Um, So, again, that's why I think this is so crucial. I mean, we talked about kind of dating your spouse and staying connected in December. But, um, so what's fun for me is to watch Ben do such a good job with this with our girls. Mm -hmm. Because, um, you know, their dad is the first man they're ever going to fall in love with you know, obviously there's Jesus, there's the Lord, and that's, that is all those things, but we are the representation of God to our children. Right. And, and so for them to build this relationship with Ben and to discover what it, it means to be treated, to be taken care of, to be thought of, to be, you know, that, that pursuit process is so crucial. And I'm, just a huge advocate for making sure that he can get time in with the girls to show them that, especially Delaney right now at that age of 13. And, um, you know, she's blossoming into a young woman. It's hard <laughs> to watch, but it's happening. Yeah. Um, so I think their dates are, you know, do they always happen? It's maybe once a month, maybe every other month. It just depends on what mm-hmm. life throws at us. And, and Lincoln loves it because, you know, he usually gets a Lego. That's usually the big thing deal um and so my dates with the kids feel a little less formal probably because the reality is that I'm with them all the time I do the day-to-day stuff and then Ben's not always home and so it's like a novelty that he's there Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) the shiny object that's what I tell him I'm like (laughs) you're just the shiny object um but he's also their dad so I think um but my dates with Delaney are morphing they look a little bit different um it's more like kind of what I would go do with a girlfriend we'd go try on shoes together yeah um, and Abby just connecting in yeah, that way. yeah and yeah. so ours are a little less formal um, every now and then I'll do something special and be like not take anyone else um, same with Lincoln you know we went on a date the same night that Ben was going on a date because I think Delaney was gone and And they we didn't know it, but we went to the same restaurant as each other, and they sat us in booths that were facing like next to each other. It was so funny because it was then we we obviously merged into one booth, so it was a great idea. But um, yeah, I think it just looks different. For Lincoln, our date the other day was um, I went to the playground and actually played. You know, like we were playing tag, and it was way more than just our normal time at the playground it was this intentional uh you know i'm this is what we're doing it's not that i'm just taking you to the park so you can get your energy out and make a new friend it's uh i'm going to go down the slide with you yeah. and again he's sick so like it's on it's, your level all in of this, this. Yeah. so yeah, yeah. that's how it looked for the different age groups i've got with my kiddos
1: yeah yeah, it's interesting for us. So because I am I uh, yeah, I'm with the kids mm-hmm. all the time and so um or the majority of the time. Right. And so for my wife, hers is probably look more like um those intentional times where she'll take Lucy out to get like a manicure and a pedicure. And, but it's the same thing even for it's it's funny how you, know, you were talking about with you and Delaney because um yeah, it's just kind of that she just takes her out as if it was uh, one of her friends, one of her girlfriends, yeah, and and dope. they just spend time and and chat and get a snack and do yeah. The whole we thing talk about
0: different things, I'm sure. Probably very you different know, things. Doc yeah. McStuffin. <laughs> that's right. Uh, I don't talk about that with Delaney yes, so much anymore, yeah. but it was Shopkins forever. Oh yeah, I'm so glad yes. we're over that. But.
1: Yeah. Well, we're we're just we're just um, peeling back the layers of Shopkins and <laughs> and LOL dolls and um and then for me because I am home with her so much. Um, it's a cool thing cause we're definitely entering that season where I know we're starting to make the memories that might really stick forever with her. Yeah. Which is great. And so, um, so for me, I have to try to do more intentional kind of out of the box things from the everyday things. So I actually not too long ago, I took her on a ministry trip with me and we got to go down, um, in San Francisco downtown mm-hmm. and stay in a hotel together. It's just her and I, and it kind of happened very last minute. Um, Literally at the 11th hour, I'm like 10 minutes from pulling out of the house, and she decides, I want to go with you. And I was like, well, you know, in my mind, it was, that's going to be super inconvenient. (laughs) And (laughs) I am actually have a really busy trip ahead of me. um, But, oh, my gosh, she wants to go with me, and this actually could be an amazing time to connect. And and it would be something very out of the normal for her and I. And so she came, and it was just such an incredible time, um, such an amazing memory. But it is that thing of just – I actually kind of love the challenge of figuring out what she might need or what's actually going to leave a real lasting impression on yeah. her. Um, and just, just to, just to show her, like, I value you like crazy mm-hmm. and want to spend time with you. So yeah, it's, it's actually, it's so much fun. I yeah. I really love it. So.
0: It is a lot of fun. And I think that that's, uh, if it's not something you're doing, um, I would strongly suggest that you figure out how to make that part of your life. Your normal is to just date your kids and, and maybe mm-hmm. financially it's too hard to go out every month with all, you know, who knows how many kids you have seven, you know, yeah. but do go to the park. Um, don't put yeah. pressure on yourself that they have to get a toy every time do something that is that memory. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, the other memory I have of a date with my mom is that we used to go to this bridge where I grew up in Reading, and we would play poo sticks and, um, which is literally you buy, get two different sticks that look different and you drop them on one side of the bridge and you run across to the other and look to see whose stick wins and comes out first. <laughs> <laughs> Super, yeah. you know, requires uh-huh. a lot. Um, no, not at yeah. all, but I really rem- competitive. Yeah, yes. that's yeah, yeah. probably was good for me as a kid. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Um, but I remember that, you know, and yeah. I remember going for a walk with my mom when I think I had Adeline in a stroller and she picked up a stick cause we were walking and she goes, are we going to play poo sticks? And it was just so funny. You yeah. know, in my twenties, my mom still, you know, we're playing poo sticks and my, and it, it's just these memories and that's right. all that you're going after yeah, is those beautiful moments of connecting and placing value on your, your family and, yeah. and your kids because it, it really means the world yeah. to them.
1: I actually remember, and, and some people m- may have seen this, it was some kind of an ad or something, maybe around Christmas time, but it showed all these kids that were being interviewed, and I think they were asking them, you know, if you could have, it was either like more oh, presents yeah. or toys or something, or like time. what what would you want or mm-hmm. time with your parents, and the kids just hands down, yeah. to time with their parents. And it's such a sweet video, but obviously I think, Even when it seems like maybe your kids are, you know, like, I don't want to hang out with mom and dad, Mm -hmm. or I just want to go do the thing, or I want the iPad again, or whatever. It's like like you're saying, or like I was saying, when we make time to get on their level and and figure out what are the things that they're interested in, how can I get involved in it, and show them that little bit of investment, there is nowhere else in the world they'd rather be. Totally. And um, so, They love us. Yeah, they do.
0: Well, thanks so much for joining us. Um, I hope that you have a really great first beginning to this new year and we pray that your home is full of connection and not chaos and that you have um just hopes for this next season and uh yeah have a great great 2019 thank you for listening if you like what you heard and want more resources make sure you check out the lovingonpurpose.com website along with jesusculture.com